Hey crew, today we're talking about the truth behind your blood sugar numbers, looking into what your endo or your doctor or your medical team might be missing out on, what they're blind to, and what you can do to bring some clarity to that so that your blood sugars are actually smooth, actually fixed, and not just putting band-aids on to hold things together. So without any further ado, let's get into our theme song and we jump in today's lesson. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, today's lesson comes from a personal experience from myself. Last night, hit some rough blood sugar numbers. There's a quick glance at what we had going on last night. That's right, my blood sugars are not perfect. The screenshot from my Dexcom shows 206 milligrams per deciliter, and it was stuck. Let me tell you, it did not want to budge. Now, if you look at that graph by itself, you got a couple different guesses that come to mind, right? Matt didn't count his carbs correctly. Uh, maybe he ate a super carby meal and just couldn't get a hold of it. Maybe he forgot to put his insulin pump back on after taking a shower, right? It's a couple different thoughts that come to mind, but the reality is those are different thoughts. They're not all going to be the exact same guess based on the graph that we saw, right? So one more quick look at that graph. You get 206, but you can see it's been around the 200 marker for quite a while. And then initially beforehand, there was a bit of a spike, a drop, and then uh, smooth sugars before that as well. So what are our thoughts? I would love to hear your comments. Actually, drop a comment with what you think happened before we get into the answer. No judgment. There's no right or wrong answers. We're just speculating, right? Got your answer locked in. Great. So now that we see a stubborn blood sugar, I want to give you the story behind it. So last night, I put a new side on, clue number one, <laughs> right? I put a new insulin pump side on, went into dinner you know, with a little bit higher blood sugars. Turns out my Dexcom sensor was wrong. Uh, it was actually about 50 points lower than I actually was. And by the time I had started eating, it caught up with where I actually was. And of course, it was too late at that point. I had already started eating my meal. So uh, the blood sugars were not going to cooperate super well. Now, thankfully, I did pre-bolus, so you do see a little bit of a drop, right? I'm going to put the, the graph back up so you can see that for the rest of the story. Blood sugars did actually drop a little bit. I thought that I was in the clear. I was like, cool, I'm going to get back into a normal range. I'm going to feel good about this. And I uh, did not end up catching it in time because that, that difference between my actual blood sugars and what the sensor was reading was too great. And I did end up going back up pre-bolus was not strong enough, did not take enough insulin with that meal. Now, upon recognizing that, immediately I decided to take some more insulin. The missing insulin that I would have given as a correction had I known that my blood sugars were indeed that high, right? And by that high, I mean, I think it was like 160, 170. Uh, for me, that's way higher than I typically want to be before a meal, right? So we add the extra insulin and I start moving around doing some household chores for a little bit and uh, it doesn't quite budge. It stops rising, which is good because initially it was looking like it was going to be double arrows up. Like I was just going to skyrocket to the moon and back and uh, well, not back. <laughs> I saw it going up and I was like, how far is this blood sugar going to spike? Right. 
uh, and then gave it some time because sometimes the insulin does take a while to work and we don't want to stack too much insulin, right? If you don't know what insulin stacking is, it's us throwing insulin at the problem, hoping it's going to come down, oftentimes giving too much and then it comes crashing down, leading into the blood sugar roller coaster, which you want to avoid at all costs, right? But what happened is that during that time, I thought, you know what, I've got some room here. Uh, by that point, I was already over 200. I'm going for a walk. All right. So now I'm going for a walk and blood sugars have stopped spiking, which was wonderful to see. I was worried it was going to jump to 300 or something at the rate that it was going. And during that walk, uh, I threw on a podcast, as I typically do, try and be productive with my higher blood sugars. And uh, that's one of the things that I love to tell my clients to do as well. You can still find a positive in those rough blood sugar numbers and, and enable yourself to be productive with them. So I'm walking, I'm listening to this podcast, blood sugars kind of start to creep down just a tiny bit. I'm like, all right, let's head back in. I've got a ton of insulin on board. I'm sure it's going to continue coming down, right? Wrong. Here's the next part of the story. See, my daughter was asleep this whole time and my wife was hanging out, kind of just getting stuff done around the house while my daughter was sleeping. And uh, as I'm coming back into the house, I hear her wake up. I'm like, you know what? Blood sugars are still high. I'm going to run into the bedroom and uh, I'll try and put her back to sleep. And for me, trying to put my daughter back to sleep is an activity. <laughs> and so it often does uh, help me to bring my blood sugars down even further, especially if there's insulin on board, right? There's bouncing, there's walking, there's singing. Uh, if you don't know, my, my daughter just crossed 11 months. And so uh, she appreciates the effort that goes into a bedtime routine. So we're bouncing around, trying to get her to go back to sleep. And I noticed that she's uh, a bit congested. It's like, that's interesting, right? Uh, long story short, had a little bit of a scare where I thought she couldn't breathe because she had a lot of snot. And uh, as we found out later, she was quite sick. And then later, later today, the next day, found out she had a fever. It was like, oh, no wonder she wasn't feeling so hot last night. And uh, no wonder none of us have been sleeping for a couple of nights in a row. Uh, but the poor thing, you know, she wasn't feeling great. So we had, or I had a bit of a scare, a stressful event for a second where I thought she couldn't breathe. I felt my insides burning up with worry and panic. And what if she can't breathe? How far is the hospital, right? Just this anxiety and stress creeping up. I could feel my body just pumping with cortisol. It's this whole parental parental thing, right? And I told my wife, I was like, the the biggest downside of having kids is that you can lose them. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so stressed at the thought of her potentially being in trouble or being in danger. Uh, this is not healthy, right? And uh, sure enough, I was like, you know, this is going to hit my blood sugars for sure. And if you don't know, blood sugars can be impacted heavily by stress, by cortisol levels, right? Uh, along with a number of other variables. So long story short, uh, blood sugars did not go anywhere with all that moving around, trying to get the snot sucked out of her and, uh, you know, trying to get her back to sleep after all that commotion. And uh, it was a whole thing and a half. And so afterwards, noticing that blood sugars had not budged, still at 209 or something, uh, gave another correction, which technically at this point we are insulin stacking. I do not recommend that. The reason I'm comfortable with that is I am very confident in what's called the 80-20 blood sugar formula. It's how I calculate every decision that I make with my diabetes to avoid overcorrecting. And, you know, nine times out of 10, it does land me in a smooth blood sugar. And usually it comes right back down. I got the exact uh, amount mapped out and all that. So I calculated everything a couple times in my head, making sure this wasn't a reckless decision, gave the extra dose and uh, continued 
with my activity. At this point, it's been about an hour or two since our dinner and uh, needed to bring his blood sugar down, right? So from this point forward, noticing blood sugar still had not come down 30 minutes beyond that, uh, noticing you know the insulin on board had come down quite a bit, gave another small correction, went for another walk, and then took a shower. Now, these are all what we call accelerators. If you're unfamiliar with that term, don't worry about it. These are more advanced topics. These are things that I teach at diabetesinaction.com. All right, you're going to want to get some time set aside to go take notes if you're going to go watch that. Uh, but our methods are completely different than what you've learned from your endo or your doctor or anything else, truly. So the, the method I wanted or the, the story I wanted to share with you here is exactly that. It's the story behind the numbers. Now, you go into an endocrinologist's office or a doctor's office, they'll look at that and go, huh, well, you didn't take enough insulin for your meal. Let's up your insulin to carb ratio. Let's up your basal right? And yes, technically, there was not enough insulin present. However, with the story behind the numbers, we're able to see that there's a lot more going on, right? It wasn't just the fact that I needed more insulin. In fact, if that had been my go-to strategy, then today I would have been running low after each meal because today's meals were back to normal. You know, the sensor was working fine, so it didn't read falsely and make me not realize that blood sugars were high to start with. Um, second was that I did not have a stressful situation with a baby that I and I'll admit it, I got myself a bit riled up, right? There was no real danger. Uh, but that itself led to a stressful event, which also impacted blood sugars, made me a bit more insulin resistant, right? So with these stories, with the truth behind the numbers, we can see there's more to it than just pumping up the insulin, right? Let's just adjust the insulin to carb ratios. Let's just add more basal insulin. You'll be fine. It's like, no, there's a whole story behind the numbers that we have to be aware of. And if you're not looking in these stories, you're going to make the wrong decisions, correct the wrong problems, and your issues are going to either continue or get worse, right? I don't want to be on the opposite side of the spectrum and be going low all the next day because I was overly aggressive with the highest of day previously, right? Now, uh, I unfortunately did not take a screenshot for the, uh, the end result, but after the corrections that I had given, the walk plus the shower and all my accelerators with my calculation that I had taken, blood sugars came down to a lowest of 95 and then smoothed out at 109. And that was my night. Stayed right there. Beautiful ending. Was able to finally get to bed at like 1.30 in the morning. Um, and I did not stay asleep for very long. It was just a whole thing. That's, that's parenting. That's diabetes. That's uh, that's life, right? But what I want you to understand is that you can't just look at numbers and have the answer. In fact, any time that one of my clients wants to send me their CGM graphs or their blood sugar logs or get any kind of feedback, I ask them to tell me about the story behind the numbers. I, I literally use that phrase. I'm like, just tell me the story behind your numbers. And, uh, you know, first coaching call is, is usually like, what do you mean? <laughs> What's the story behind the numbers? But after I explain that, it makes a lot more sense, right? Uh, if you show me a blood sugar that spikes after breakfast time, well, I don't know if that was you just waking up and maybe it was feet on the floor, on phenomenon. Maybe you didn't pre-bolus. Maybe the insulin carb ratio is off. Maybe you were super stressed out because that was work. Maybe you did a hit workout and that's the reason it spiked, right? There's so many different variables that can happen, but that's why we have people that teach us about these variables. Right. And it took me years to figure this stuff out. And uh, obviously, you're more than welcome to go try and do it on your own. It, it's a lot to take on. But the idea behind it is what is the story behind my numbers so I can fix the, the core issue and not just the band aid? 
right? Had I seen those numbers and just thrown insulin at it and assumed that I just didn't take enough insulin for dinner, I'd be in a much different spot today. In fact, you know, let's just, let's pull up a live feed. Let's see what, <laughs> let's see what current blood sugars are. Hopefully they're good. Sweet. Okay. Here's my current blood sugars. For those of you who are listening, they are currently 113 and stable. The graph looks pretty good. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to tap on this. This is, this is some risky stuff I'm putting on the internet. You ready? I'm going to tap on my graph, show you the 24 hour period and show you that little gap that we saw from yesterday. Oh, how do we get it? Here we go. So as you can see, pretty darn in range, right? A little bumpy. And that right there is the experience that I'm talking about last night. You can see that 200 lasted a while, right? But right here came crashing down. That was the final correction I gave. And it landed at 195 and then uh, 109 and stayed stable right there all the way till I woke up, right? And then a little bit of bumps, but still in range. So that's the kind of control I'm talking about. That's what we're looking for with blood sugar formulas. That's the entire reason that I teach people this different method, right? Where I can have a rough night. And yes, it does happen. I need you to understand that I am not perfect. If you missed the episode where I talked about the 5% rule, where you can control 95% of the things with blood sugars, but there's going to be 5% of things that just sneak up on you. It's outside of your control, like my sensor being wrong and not giving me a correction for my blood sugars that were higher than I would have liked. Like my myself, I was going to say my daughter stressed me out. No, like, like myself, I stressed myself out because of the experience I had with my daughter. And those things led to higher blood sugars and needed extra insulin. But with the right formula, you're able to calculate what you need, no more, no less, and you come cruising down to a place where you're back in range, back under control, back in peace of mind. And for me, one o'clock in the morning, I want to go to bed, right? I don't want to stay up fighting blood sugars. So had I miscalculated and gone low, well, shoot, now I got to stay up, right? <laughs> There's no other options. So what I want you to take away from this episode is that ultimately endos doctors, they are helpful, but they see little snippets, right? You can help them help you by providing the story behind the numbers. However, in my experience and a lot of my clients' experiences, they're not always interested in the story behind the numbers. They just want the quick fix. They've got 15 minutes with you. Get in, get out, on to my next patient, right? It's the unfortunate mess of the medical system today. Um, they're, they're good people, typically. They're trying to help. They just don't have the opportunity to help you as much as somebody who is dedicated to helping you, right? And this is why coaching is such a great option for some people. I'm not going to say all. Some people prefer to figure it out on their own and take longer and deal with the trial and error on their own. But if you're somebody who's like, I, I want to learn about the story behind the numbers to know what I'm looking for. I actually had somebody reach out today via email and ask, how do I analyze and interpret all of the data with my CGM? I've got these numbers, right? It's telling me a bunch of stuff. The alerts are going off and I've got 90 days of history. What do I do with that, though? That's where you have a coach come in, help you interpret that data, help you to figure out what the story is telling us so we can look back and go, okay, the sensor was off, the stress caused this, you know, we can recalculate those blood sugars to be X, Y, Z so that you can have smooth nights running forward and have more certainty in your blood sugars, right? So this is where you might picture yourself looking into uh, researching on your own versus having somebody guide you through it. And that's the big key that I want to share with you today. Like, that's what we do with our clients. We come alongside you. We don't just like look at your blood sugars and say, okay, do X, Y, Z, flip this and change your insulin to carb ratio and you'll be good. That's not what I do. 
at all. <laughs> That's not what my team does at all. What we do is we come alongside you, show you how to interpret and analyze these different data points, how to make better informed decisions, how to pivot when life gets a little bit crazy, right? I was not ready for that night. Uh, I was really hoping for a good peaceful night's sleep because the last couple of nights have been like that. Lots of wake ups <laughs> and parenting is hard, but that's what I signed up for, right? Uh, so when life goes crazy or unexpected, or maybe you want to step out of the mundane repetitiveness of diabetes management, eat the same thing, don't go hiking for too long, don't have too much fun, you, you can't have the good food. If you're trying to step out, be more spontaneous, adventurous, or even just have a little bit more flexibility or freedom in your lifestyle, in the choices that you make, and still have stable blood sugars, that's where you got to go to diabetesinaction.com. It's a training there. We talk about the formula. Uh, it's not the whole thing. That's where we have our inputs, right? Because if this is something you're looking for help with, we come alongside you to customize it for you. And that's where this comes into uh, a whole new type of relationship where we're not going to just sit down for 15 minutes, pretend we fixed your problem, and then send you out. We sit down for an hour and then see what the plan looks like. And from there, pivot, adapt. How's the plan working? This piece is, this piece isn't. Let's change it. Let's move forward. Let's continue making progress, right? It's that relationship that enables our clients to have killer results. One of our clients, in fact, just reached out during one of our coaching calls and shared with us that this person had doubled their time and range. How long do you think it took them to do that? Like a year, two years? Now, maybe it was fast. Maybe it was like six months and a week. In one week, our client doubled their time and range. That is unheard of, but it is only possible with the correct formulas using for your blood sugars, where you can calculate and have that precision understanding of what's going on and to truly identify and interpret the story, the truth behind the numbers. All right. So at the very least, start telling your medical team the story behind your numbers in hopes that they're the kind of people that actually want the best for you and spend that time with you digging in deep and customizing everything. But if not, start telling yourself the stories, see what sticks out as a pattern, as a repetition. Maybe you'll hear it, maybe you'll see it, maybe something will pop off the paper at you and go, ah, that's it, aha, right? Uh, but of course, if you're looking for that guidance for someone to walk with you and just help you to analyze, to interpret, to figure out all the mysteries behind diabetes, go to diabetesinaction.com. That'll get you into our ecosystem. We'll start sending you trainings and getting you familiar with the different methods that are updated and we use now for diabetes management uh, with the current technology, with the new methods that are being used today by our tops. Uh, and that's what I want for you. All right, so I hope this was helpful for you. Truth behind your numbers, you gotta identify the story. In order to put meaning behind the story, you gotta know what you're dealing with. That's where coaches come in handy. That's what we can help you with. All right, so uh, one last time, diabetesinaction.com. Figure out your story behind the numbers so you can start making some progress. All right, have an amazing rest of your day. If you have not yet, do hit that subscribe button. And uh, oh, before I forget, almost did it again. The uh, The formulas. I want to show you some living proof that I do practice what I preach. I want to show you that truth. One more, here's one more time. There's a 206. That was my blood sugars from under 24 hours ago. 206. Rough, right? I'm not perfect, and I do not train people to be perfect, but I train you to be better. And this is the proof of what that looks like. Over the last week, I was 97% time in range. 
you don't know what that means it means that i spent 97 percent of the last week between 70 and 180. i know a lot of you are curious about that range during the night it's 80 to 150. i keep myself a bit higher standard there this is what's possible when you use a blood sugar formula 97 percent for time and range even with the crazy sleepless nights even with moving around going out to dinner with friends and family playing sports all the craziness this is what's possible i want that for you those methods and more are being taught at diabetesinaction.com so go check it out get over there have some fun take some notes let me know if i can help all right i'll see you in the next episode have an amazing week ahead and keep up the fight